it's just legal now, right? That's legal, but it ain't 100% legal. I mean, you just can't walk into a restaurant, roll the joint, and start puffing away. I mean, they want you to smoke in your home or certain designated places. No, there has one. Yeah, it breaks down like this, okay? Yes, it's legal to buy it. It's legal to own it. And if you're the proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. It's legal to carry it, but but, but that doesn't matter because get a load of this, all right? If you get stopped by a cop in Amsterdam, it's illegal for them to search you. I mean, that's the right that cops in Amsterdam don't have. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going. That's all it is to it. I'm fucking going. <laughs> no, baby. You dig it the most. And it's like, you know, everybody need a little help on their way to being, you know, self-reliant. I mean, if this is truly a melting pot in the country where we care about it and Lady Liberty got a hand like this, she really loves us, then we really need to be like that. And it needs to be the black kids. And if there's a, a white person who got money, then you need to help them. You need to help black kids, Mexican kids, Korean kids, whatever. But it needs to be real. And it needs to be before we all die, and then you say, oh, I made a mistake. We should have gave them some money. We really should have helped these folks. It's going to be too late. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when you got to pay your own karma. And that's when God makes you punish. When you God punish. Because I feel like, you know, it's too much money here. I mean, nobody should be hitting the lotto for 36 million and we got people starving in the streets. That is not idealistic. That's just real. That is just stupid. There's no way Michael Jackson should have, or whoever Jackson, should have a million thousand, triple billion dollars and then there's people starving. There's no way. There's no way. These people should own planes and then people don't have houses, apartments, shacks, drawers, pants. I know you're rich. I know you got $40 billion. But can you just keep it to one house? You only need one house. And if you only got two kids, can you just keep it to two rooms? I mean, why have 52 rooms and you know there's somebody with no room? It just don't make sense to me. All right. Yeah, we're back, man. Episode 15. Right Damn. back, man. Like right your crap. Like back when we never left, man. Yep. Um, and uh, shout out once again. Shout out. We're still on Carla Rossi. Rossi. Rogue magazines everywhere. You. We're in the uh, in Britney's dojo. Fourth floor right now. Penthouse life. You know what I'm key. <laughs> Living lavish. Hey, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, shout out to everybody that's been fucking with us so far. We know we took a hiatus and we're back now. So uh, we wanted to have this episode um, to return back to more so the call of action. Right. FWP status. Well, we really started it for, right? Yeah. Fuck white if, people. If you come back to New York, where the, where it really started, everything. Fuck white privilege York. too, man. That's uh, yeah. damn. That's, that's oh, exactly oh, what it is. Fuck white privilege. Because it was coming at yeah. my yeah. head. So that's now. better than fuck white people. I like yeah. to fuck, fuck white, white privilege. Right. That <laughs> shit is real. Facts. Because it's happening. Oh, and, it's um, so blatant in your face. Right. Nobody cares. They just let it just yeah. happen. Exactly. And uh, the topic today is, um, you know, basically about the privilege of white people we get, but the benefits and the downfalls that black and Latinos and colored people get because we're not privileged as other folks. Right. Yeah. And the laws and the judicial system being set up against us in a crazy way in a crazy ass way not even to just like oh this doesn't work in your favor but we want to profit off your downfall facts right like we'll make shows law and order all these fucking movies all these fucking things ain't no niggas love law and order they that's fucking love SVU. it yo they was watching that shit the other day when I was like, SVU was like a classic I ain't gonna lie but still but still first 48 shit like that it just shows yeah, you keep that watching and it just be like 
the law is the power and the law always wins and that is that should not be the case it's propaganda first and foremost because we know it's not true we know end of the day what rules our society is the almighty dollar it's nothing but that but the whole point of you know democracy is supposed to be due process alright but is it really democracy is more of a capitalistic society they say democracy but it's really it's capitalism the green rules everything rules everything around me democracy get the money democracy is how they get the rally call and how they get you know the people involved in it because you can't say okay we're a capitalistic society and everybody's gonna fall and fuck with it the reason that they're able to hold the power and you know push yeah, capitalism is because it's democracy. They, yeah, they say it's a democracy and like you people, vote your count you, your vote yeah, you matter count. yeah basically. but obviously you don't matter not at all if um you're was it not even half a citizen like Black people were what? Were we, oh, one fifth, one fifth, always even one fifth. One fifth of a man, it's super crazy. Uh, During you know, like there's the no whole. black owners in sports, and there's no black owners. Well, in there the is an Indian owner. Oh, in, in NFL. Oh, yeah, Shaq Khan. He owns the Jaguars, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's Indian. Well, shout out to him. Uh, but guess. that's one out of thirty. <laughs> yeah, one out of thirty-two. So um, yeah, I know. Let's, Just uh, like also, y'all saw the little clip they had of like the black one percent. You know how the one, you know how the one percent of like, um, our country that owns like the right. majority of the wealth, right? Right. That should be like divided a little bit, a little bit more evenly. But let's just say it's one percent that owns like I forgot the, the percentage, but like fifty something percent of like the wealth, and then the the fifty is divided by the ninety nine percent. Right. So there's like a there was like they had a video showing like the black one percent, which the, I think they're one percent of the one percent. That makes you know sense. what I'm saying? And like, yeah, yeah, the billionaires and shit are like multimillionaires, but it's just like hearing them talk and all that. They're like, yeah, they all oh, they have all these charitable donations and all that, but it's still just kind of like, eh, it's a little iffy. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, because you know, I, go ahead. I heard some shit uh, like Ben Carson was saying like. Oh, cool. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? I read that nigga book growing up, looking up to this nigga like y'all could be right. a brain surgeon. Yeah, my mom made me like something called God's hands or some shit. Well, basically, something hands. I think my pops wanted him to win an election at one. Yeah, point. obviously that nigga is not in his right mind. He's, hey. not, he's basically trying to say why didn't everybody go the same path as I, I did? And, uh, why didn't everybody have the same opportunity that I did? And it's like, bro, ignorant as fuck. I think I was just saying this outside. When we were talking before we came to have this conversation. Yeah, a little, a little bit. You know, Rob's scratching his chin right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not gonna say that like what? all, all rich really black said. people are Ben Carson. Of course. Why not. did it? Why? So he's why didn't y'all take the same path I did, or why didn't I help you guys? No, 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 no. He's, he's saying why didn't? No, I know that's what he's saying, yeah. but that's what he should be saying. Well, right? yeah, that's what he should to be himself. saying. Yeah, cool. exactly. I mean, he should be trying to. Re- reach like people a, up, but I, know, reach, I was saying all black people but listen, get rich, you move away from the fucking hood, which is understood in a certain way, right? You don't want to be in a fucking in a movie hood. kind of way, Rob, you know what I'm saying? In a fantasy, yeah, type, in a fantasy way. type of way, but why not build up the community that you came from? It is people trying to, to like you, was, like I was saying outside. It's it's people trying to do that, but the reality of the situation is everybody looks out for themselves. I'm about to say survival of the fittest. Every yeah, whatever whatever group you're in. You don't want to like really go outside that group. You'll have to be like a renegade. You have to be the outsider. You'll have renegade. to be like, not to <laughs> use Colin Kaepernick, but you'll have to be like in that sense because you'll be blackballed. You wouldn't be looked at yeah. at the same. You wouldn't have the same prestige. You like it's like you going, you know, 
having it all and then just you know being a pauper like the pauper and the prince yeah that's that situation is used you know it's such a allegorical you know yeah story because it's used because like they were forced into that situation or what's the story they I, end don't, up I don't know what that is like the prince was the prince and then he ended up being a pauper and then the pauper ended up being a, a pauper like a poor person oh person of pauper it's like a disney sh- Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, like, movies, like a peasant. A lot of yeah, a peasant had that type yeah. of like, yeah, like Cinderella ends up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, all right, those situations are such a. They make it so like it would never be real because it's in a movie. First of all, it's like a storybook type shit. But that's exactly how it is. You know, when you're trying to look up to people that have power to come down to your level. Right. No, not even even your level to just come down to a basic level. They could never. You know, have that mindset because they didn't grow up thinking like that. Even if they grew up like that, now that they're living better, you know, why would you? It's just so outside of the norm. True. But I didn't grow up with this mindset that I have now today. Right. Yeah. So is that? As a matter of fact, I grew up in a in a, in a neighborhood where <laughs> nigga, I need, I want to be cool. I want to just be hanging out all all day. Right, right. I'll be one of the niggas. Whatever everybody doing, I'm gonna do it. Right. You know what I mean? And that's a story for a lot of people. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Nobody sure. had the mentality of let me let me get woke because uh, right government away. is fucking me over. Not right you know away. Definitely not right away. So anyone coming from that should be able to acquire that knowledge. They should be able to acquire that. They type should of be, but not not everybody is you know willing to learn it. And I'm so you have to force them to learn. That's but what that's what, to, that's what the person pop. That's what I mean by the person pop. That situation was forced on them. Yeah, because he became a poor. Yeah, man. he had to become a poor. Man. Nobody really wants to put like, themselves in that position. Put, the, put themselves in that situation. Yeah. Like, that's why I say Colin Kaepernick. He kind of put himself in that situation because he he's not playing football right now. Yeah, and he, he might not. End up, he might not ever play. Where well, he might not ever have as much money as he should have had, and you know that's, that's people are scared of, of that. Yeah, I mean that's just natural. I, yeah. I don't blame people for being scared of that, but that that's not an excuse to um, you know not you know step up to the call of action because right, right. at the end of the day we're as a collective, and you know this you know this single mindset, this uh, individualistic, I know, this me versus the world type of is thing. not the way the world is, and it's also crazy. I feel like there's kind of been pro has been programmed in our society, yeah, definitely programmed. To feel that yeah. way, which is like, yo, these niggas ain't gonna do shit for you. Make make your money and get out of here. Yeah, you gotta get your you shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Get, you worry about yourself. <laughs> hey, niggas is drowning, right. but I gotta. You know, you what, know what, what I'm saying? saying? And that's the fucked up part because it's like, I don't think we people don't realize they're being programmed, and they also don't realize the goal of the programming. So, like in a situation where we just said like people being programmed to like just think for themselves and survive for themselves. I'm in this jungle right now. I gotta get out of this shit. I ain't get it to the get over to the white people's side and just be like, ah greener pastures and shit is like yeah. you know what I'm saying people aren't actually realizing like yo you're being programmed this way because the powers that be the white privilege system that's been been here from the foundation of this country is like telling you like right now like yo do not try to congregate with your people and like get something like together do not become a force do not become a, a force in a community together because it's like you guys don't really matter you know what I'm saying so they make it tell they make, they make us look at each other like we're just in competition with with each other yeah. versus actually saying like we actually have a common enemy you know what I'm saying and actually we're trying to change something versus just running and becoming that one individual like the one percent of the one percent right. you know what I'm saying that has no real power because you're just you're still just the one percent 
really off the one percent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, and it's, that's like what niggas are striving for to become just rich. Yeah, and not and, really think about nothing else. Yeah, and not right. thinking nothing else. And if you really think about it, you know, in the long run, it's really like. Um, like, I always think about life as a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. So they always want you to sprint, you know, after, you right. know, your goal and shit. But if you really think about it, all these people that have mass amount of wealth, they have, like, a sickness in their mind. Because, obviously, if you think about it, once you have that wealth, you won't ever want to stop trying to get more wealth. Nobody, yeah. like, stops and be like, okay. I've got enough. Yeah, I got enough. Nobody ever says that. Exactly. Nobody ever says that. Exactly. So it's like... But why don't people think like that? Why is it such because, a crazy ass thing? To because think? we're in a capitalistic society. I keep driving this point back to us, like, and I'm telling y'all niggas, like, a big thing that's been driven into our heads is greed, greed and the acquirement of like things. Like we're like greedy ass people, and we don't realize, like, hey, enough is enough. You can have just this amount of X amount of dollars and be okay. We're always just feeling like we're in competition with the last dollar we got. And trying speaks, to get more of that shit. Speaking of greed, one of the things I always notice is like when I'm greedy, the shit don't things don't ever turn out. Maybe it's just because I'm just like uh, you know, I'm always aiming for more or like I always feel like I fall short. But especially when I'm being greedy, I always regret it. Like it's always that sense of regret. And I feel like a lot of, you know, upper class people, people that get the money that like they live their latter life of just straight regret, like okay, I, yeah. I, I xed out all my friends. I did. I stepped on all these motherfuckers. Now, now I got all this I shit. Reflect on like, all yeah, this. I, yeah. Now, like, like Scrooge, they're like, okay, all right. Now I'm just like, okay, and that's definitely not what I want to do in my life. Like, like that's not how I want to live my life. That's not what I want to like aspire to be like the person. Be like, okay, all right, I got it all now, and now. Who's with me? Nobody is with you. You just by yourself. Like that's that's not life, son. Like why would you want to live life like that? That's right? what Pac said, man. Like, <laughs> if you got a couple, of, if you got a house, keep keeping it two rooms. <laughs> like, why, yeah, why yeah. you need more than one room, exactly. man? Like there's people that. out here were starving, and not no don't got shit, and, like, and you still got to drive past these people. <laughs> these people are still actually. Accent like I for know. you know begging you like like begging. literally begging you with no house no place to sleep nothing and, and like you got a multitude and you just, you just chilling in like one little joint and walking through the joint like snapping ah. but we, but <laughs> we, we, all, we <laughs> all were just looking at it and though and like that's, great and goals and, that's, I'm not, but and in my head I wasn't thinking oh I wonder how many people I can bring yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly 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 I'm just like I wish I had yeah, exactly, that's crazy exactly, that's a, that's a, so. but that's the thing I try to tell people when I tell them like yo I'm trying to evolve and get become a better person is like you also gotta realize like you're not there yet Yeah, you know what I'm saying so like you shouldn't fault yourself for still having that mentality right. of somebody who you're not really a proud of, you're not 100% proud of being that person you know what I mean like right. it's a slow process evolution is a slow process but you just have to make sure that you're actually keeping track of things and like actually progressing but the thing is right once direction. you get in that position you have to have that mind frame where you remember where you came from true and and everybody didn't come on that same journey that you lived through your life right. but at the same time you understand the people around you and 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 how hard it is to get there. You it's, know it it, it right. all breaks down to empathy at the end of the day. Yeah. Like you really gotta, um, and that, that's why I feel like you know Africans, Latinos, um, people of color. You know, I think everybody has the capacity to do it. You know, to be empathetic. But I feel like people that have been through some struggle, and you know, as a whole, 
have a little bit more. Have a little bit more, and that's the downside of privilege. Like, you know, privilege is a it's it's a um, it's a two sided sword too. Like, oh, yeah, it's a good thing to have because you it gives you a leg up, right? But but at the same time, you, you can't be empathetic if once you're privileged because it makes you, you less than. Yeah, like yeah, I, it's I harder that, to put yourself in somebody else's shoes if when it's like you've never really had to. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, so sure. like, um, sure. message. Yeah. yeah so sure. the, like that's really a key fact. Like being empathetic is the way that you build relationships is because you could put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And that's one thing I know I'm good at. I'm good at connecting with people because I like, I can easily put myself in their shoes. That's a golden rule right there. Like, ding, ding. That just resonated with me so crazy that we just said that. Like, and it's, it's, it's it's something, the fact that you have to have empathy to be able to understand. I mean, Without that, you wouldn't be able to understand what other people go through. Right, and you sure. just live your life as in and you're very like holier than thou, or you well, don't have to give back. Anything. And it's always just like your way or the highway type of shit. Like you kind of just push, you just hammer your doctrine on people versus being able to say, you know what, these people aren't agreeing with me. Let me try to understand why they're not agreeing with exactly. me, so I can come up with a different way of saying things. Exactly. You can see that throughout that, life. Like let yeah. me put it on a scale like this, even though we might not agree with everything. You got Barack Obama came up from the south side of Chicago and is trying to look out, I guess, for everyone with his message or yeah, his rhetoric, you know what I'm saying? And Donald Trump as the guy who probably had it all since he grew up. I mean, his dad and, gave him a $10 million loan. Fuck these people. He's like, hey, man, hey, I know what's right because I grew up in a privileged environment, meaning this is what is right to me. This is how my dad got this shit type shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a little bit different. But you can't understand. You really can't. That's why I do low-key feel, feel bad. I feel bad for like um, a little bit. I feel bad for people like kids who grew up with like rich parents and shit because it's like their worldview is so skewed and it's right. like it's really hard for them to really... It's it's a lot... It's, it's easier for them to really just go off the deep end and just be some like addict on whatever level or just like a, just a degenerate person versus like being a real compassionate person just because not, not even being real compassionate just being compassionate like in general it, it's just yeah, being, yeah, yeah. It's compassionate like, in general. yeah it's hard to because like if everything is handed to you already you really don't have no struggle so it's like how do you really even like empathize with somebody who has exactly. struggle that's why white media versus really makes you so upset. Vers- I know versus <laughs> people who come so, from the struggle and it's like we definitely fantasize about people who have the silver spoon. Yeah, yeah. You know, but which, which, our reality is we at least know the struggle. Both, so. so it's like you know both. So it's like if you get there, you should be able to remember how how yeah. you got there and like who helped you get there, and also remember where you came from. Which is like if you if you make it out, you have to be a ladder and a bridge to bring more people with yes. you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of that, yeah. Let's go. Uh, let's let's bring, uh, circle. bring circle back to our original topic with prisons. Right. Because if you think about it, the reasons why pris- the reason why prisons are so prevalent is because once you get in that system, you pretty much are going back into that system. Facts. Facts. So let's say that um, you know if it was a system of privilege, let's say there's two pr- two systems: a system of prisons and then a, pr- a system of privilege. Right. So. So some people that get privileged, they go to college, legacy. Right. They keep it's a it's a circle. They rape then, they rape bitches in the bathrooms. Exactly. Get away, away with it. it. Is that how you see them? I mean, I not see white college boys. Yeah, let me be real. I mean, they like they, they pretty much do whatever they want to do. You know, until they're like quote unquote adults, right. and then that's when okay, 
You get you get to do drugs and then uh, you know drive fast cars and uh, you know do whatever. That. But we have, you know, our folks. The prison system is the prison system. So it's which no, means basically petty crimes. Petty crimes throw you in jail. Three strikes and you're out and free labor and free labor and just building on a system of you know down and throttling people and just stepping on them right. and keeping them in the system. Keeping that, them in the system like hey, three strikes you're out type of thing like. You have a record, so whatever you get pulled over, you can't get a job, whatever right. you get pulled over, exactly. cops treat you a little differently, exactly. more aggressively, and then that can trigger you to do something stupid and react in a way which they, with, the, with what they're looking for, and then you're Freddie Gray, so you're one of these guys that we end up protesting about type shit, right. but in reality, like you're gone, and you can't really impact the society. It's almost a world of hopelessness. And, and the reason... To an extent. Almost. And to an the, extent. the reason why you know, you're in that system is because... It wasn't even your choice as a child. Growing up in foster home. Right. Like, Growing up, yeah, you can't once choose. You're in split family. Yeah, right. shit like that. <laughs> it's Poverty. Pretty, it's pretty much like, it's it's a certain that if you're in foster home, you're pretty much going to end up like in back in the yeah, system. Yeah, my mom used to work at a foster home. Like, them kids who used to come through that shit, a lot of, like, they just went through a lot of fuck shit. Like, yeah. before... They even hit thirteen. Like, I guess I don't even understand how yo, you can really expect them to make it. It's crazy as shit. When I was interning um, in back at Morgan and shit, like uh, I was interning for this like little youth development spot, and um, she was making me do some research and shit, and you know, do intern research. So I was doing some research, and it's craziest research that I, I mean, I, I do, a, I try to do a lot of research, but. The craziest statistics I ever heard was basically this. It was saying that ninety nine percent of ninety nine percent of kids that end up in the system before they're eighteen are gonna end up back in the system. <laughs> so shit, shit like that, like that's wild. Like ninety nine percent, not even like fifty yeah, percent. Basically ninety nine percent of Baltimore kids. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. I was like, damn, that's kind of fucked up, but I could kind of believe that because yeah. once you're in a foster system, once you're like in a system where juvenile, something happens to you while you was young, you're pretty much pushed into that. Because I went to jail in, in Baltimore before. I mean, I, I did some fuckboy yeah, shit. Well, but, yo, it's just like a club. Once you're in there, it's like a club. Like, you go there, oh, what's up, bruh? Like, yeah, you meet your yeah. probation officer, like, hey, what's up? And you, yeah. you like, basically... Like chilling with your niggas, you probably wouldn't even met them niggas if you never if you wasn't there before. But once you're there, like that's like your family now. That's that's who you with. That's who you're gonna at least see once a month. That's who you, like that's your friends now. And like that's a whole that's that's not even something that like I don't think white people even or like people that made the system was even thinking about. That's just how the system is. Once you're in it. You can't get out of it, basically. But put that statistic in an even grander scale, one out of three African Americans will be locked up in their lifetime. Oh, there's three of us right now. Yes. Who's been in jail here? <laughs> I've been in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been locked up before, too, for some bullshit. I, I was in holding, so I don't think I was locked up. I mean, but that's not that's not state prison or anything like that, man. but that's a stat on a, on a grand scale. Yeah. I guess there's three of us. I don't know if you could put that in that box still. I mean, I it's mean, one, in, one in three. One in three, but yeah, yes. He's been in jail. But that's what I've heard. I was that's holding. So, uh, I mean. One out of three, though. Like, I mean, I've been in handcuffs, too. But was you in holding? Nah, I just got processed. Uh, in and out. I just took my mugshot and fingerprints. Then, oh, in high school. 
The reason why we really um, brought up this whole thing, well, it's not, it's not, it's one of the reasons. one of the many reasons. Right. Yeah, one of the There's many of cases was the uh, situation with um, Bernard Noble, who is a Louisiana native. I was watching this documentary on Viceland. I was shout like, out to Viceland. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out, out to Viceland. Viceland for real, Weed etiquette. If y'all they're watching that, there's a lot of good shows on. What's there. that shit called? The joke with the skateboard. I was just watching that like their war show on that joint. Uh, oh, King of the uh, King of the not King of the Hill, but uh, shit. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, though. I don't watch that show though. I fuck with that joint. I know what you're talking about. Though. Trasher. Shout out to Trasher. Shout out to Deces and Mero. Shout out to uh, Weed Kit. Abandon the. I watch Abandoned every once in a while. Shout out to Abandoned. Shout out to Eddie Wong every once in a while. I don't like how he holds forks and all that. <laughs> I like his messages. Uh, shout out to... Uh, King of the Road. King, King of the Road. Yeah, shout out to the State of Undress. Shout out to... Uh, I don't watch Vice Island, man. I'd probably go home. I, mean, I watch Vice Island all the time. Shout out to... Uh, what the, what the people? Viceland. Action Bronson, all his shows. Fuck, that's delicious. But, Who um, met? Pyos met him. Who you mean? Oh, yeah, he yeah, met... Uh, actually, yeah, he did. Also, I was speaking of Pyos and them niggas, I was... We were talking in the group chat this morning, like how like we wanna, cause I feel like Vice is dope and all that. Like it, it we created saying that it created a new genre, but I feel like Vice is like basically ran by like uh like skater white boys and rocker white boys and shit, just hipster white niggas. And I'm just like, what would be dope would be a Vice land that was just produced like and people. ran by like people of color, yeah, versus just white people having like on air talent of color. Like the producers were uh, people of color, the actual on air talents, people of color, the subject matter was directed towards people of color, all that shit. So uh, that's kind of something I would like to do. Yeah, that's yeah, something that we should definitely. And uh, definitely, Vice, I definitely inspired this podcast too. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, of course. This shit of definitely course. Like, motivated me to do some shit on my own. Like, we gotta change the landscape, man. Like, we don't have to just sit and take what we see as reality and as the de facto. Few, like the rest of our lives type of thing you know what right. I mean we're born into something shout out to the audience man for fucking listening to yo if you're listening to us right now man shout out to you because like you're you you feel exactly the same way we feel which is like you don't have to take things for what they are you know what I mean like you can be open to new things and like new things can lead to like greater things and like it's always a stepping stone like life is just to me life is just a step it's like a stairmaster you just keep climbing bro like right. you never really stop there's no end goal you just have to keep trying striving for greatness and trying to get better and better. Right, and like, the creative is is definitely what's gonna like, last in this world, if anything. For sure. Creativity, imagination is, is the key to everything. Like, you can't just keep, uh, you know, just take everything as it is, cause you'll get depressed, man. Like, that shit ain't cool, man. Like, fuck that. Yeah, but the prison system is fucked up, and this is where we're gonna uh, try to like, take it on a cruise Cruise control, <laughs> whatever, and tell you about it because Bernard Noble was the person I was talking about. Let me make a highlight first, just just so y'all people understand. The prison industrial complex is a, is a real thing, right? It's a real thing. It's a real thing, and let's just be real. The prison system, the way that we know it, was really started at the end once slavery was abolished. Like the prison industrial, the prison system was like designed as a kind of quote unquote legal way to still have slaves. Slavery. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I mean, you don't even got to put quotes on. Ain't we, we just know what it is, right? It's a legal way to have a slave. <laughs> and basically, a lot of people who became freed slaves during after slavery was abolished were in turn just turned into convicts, and then would just turn back to the state and had just had them have free labor for the state based on whatever bullshit crimes that they were that were assigned to them, and you know made them actually do this. So, speaking of 
private prisons and Bernard Noble. Go ahead, Fred. Get us hit. Yeah, so... Off some bullshit. And also, we're, we, we've been shouting out Carl Rossi. We've been shouting out different liquors the whole time we've been uh, recording all these episodes. And just know that marijuana is a lot safer. Way safer than alcohol. Yeah. And it's illegal. So go ahead, Brian. Right. To be talk, very honest. Talk your shit. It was... Um, there are no deaths reported related to marijuana. He's but we all know about drug right. drivers, right? Yeah. Go a ahead. Go uh, ahead. He's a Louisiana native and... Liver uh, this this story that I was watching on on Viceland, oh, yeah. which is him apparently having to do a a, a thirteen year sentence due to uh, two point eight grams of marijuana being in his possession when the cops pulled him over and stopped him. How much is that? Like sixty dollars? I don't know. It's two point eight <laughs> grand. Because if I let's, 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 let's do three point five, it's like a Vic. That's less than a bit. Less than a bit, probably. Two J, two two blunts if you really want to be honest. If you smoke it right like that. Yeah. Like one two gram blunts. one gram of blunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah one yeah, gram yeah. of blunt. So two. Three blunts. That's wild. And Thirteen years? Yes. And Sheesh. given it was his third strike, but all of his priors are non violent crimes. They're Who's all the, weed related. And Bill Clinton is the one that made a three strike was that before him? Hillary Clinton is the three strike rule. But what? I don't know specifically Bill. about yeah. how Louisiana goes because their their state laws are a little bit different than every I mean True. All state laws are a little different. Right. But what what caught me on the story was I do the fact, know, I do know that Louisiana has one of the harshest like Yes. Just state laws and like a lot of like people of color like it's kind of like a given that you're going to go to jail just in the, if you live in the state of Louisiana. It's just a given. Just to throw out a statistic. Sorry. I uh, heard this on the radio earlier. Black people or black men are 7% of the population. But they make up 50% of death row. <laughs> yeah. That's a crazy And answer. even more That's of the prison wild. population, period. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like 50% of like, or probably like 40% of like, Incarcerated people right now are black, right? Even though, like you said, seven percent of the of whole the population. Hey man, <laughs> if you guys don't want to realize, <laughs> <that's> so <much laughs> I mean, you guys hear that? Like, really? and, the, and, the, and the person on the radio was like, "It's either two things that you could come out of that. It's either that black men are the wildest motherfuckers, right? They just surround some monsters, right? Or the system is broken. So. <laughs> and obviously, the system, but no, the, the system, system is not broken. The system was just designed this way. Yeah, and we gotta realize that, like, it's working. Perfectly. It's working exactly the way it was designed to. And at the same time, it's just like we don't want to admit this because we are caught up in like distractions. We care about sports. We care about musicians. We care about who this actor or who this artist is dating and all that shit. But we don't really want to talk about reality. The same way we admonish white folks for not saying for saying like um they don't want to admit to like the um the white guilt that comes with like admitting to like the the system the, the way being it is. It's also a part of people of color, the people who are being oppressed to like actually not want to admit this shit and like letting ourselves get distracted with entertainment and shit like that. And yeah. I feel like that's the reason why when I when I brought up the podcast idea, I was just like, we're not gonna be talking about no hip hop news and shit, frat beefs <laughs> like, and all that shit. Like, we can I don't, easily do that. We can easily do that, but it's just like, do we really want to? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we could probably get more followers and more listeners easier that way talking about some hip hop shit. But it's like, the reality is we don't need any more coverage with like music and like social media and like just like entertainment. We really need to talk about the reality of what's going on right now and it's like people our age need to like wake it wake up wake like wake waking up and just be like yo 
I know it's uncomfortable to talk about this shit, but it's, it's, it's necessary. Like, I don't feel comfortable bringing children into this world because I know the trajectory of this world. I'm like, I wouldn't even feel safe having a child here. I don't want to have had that level of stress into my life because it's like, I'm a black man. And it's just like, I'm going to bring a black child into this world. And it's like, the, the um, reality for black people and people of color is just like, you really do not want to really be here. So we try to like escape it, escapism by just like dealing with sports, dealing with fucking fashion, dealing with um, who's dating who, they're a cute couple, bay goals, relationship goals and shit like that, music, who's beefing with who. And I'm just like, that really ain't what life is about, bro. You know what I'm saying? Another thing about, you know, dealing with uh, why people don't want to change or why people don't want to, uh, why people are so distracted. I think another way they have it distracted is with the status quo is like the constitution was right we can't go against the constitution <laughs> yeah. right. i'm like yo this is literally something that was made long ago when long ago happened. when a whole bunch and of wild shit we all know about amendments yeah right? like and it's like these are like these you're tr- basically trying to uphold something that was never meant for everybody this is how it went so don't go we can't go against it like yo you basically saying that this is how things are oh you're going against the constitution and they make it seem like you fucking you like you like you're terrorist yeah like you know some wild shit like yo this shit has some fucked up shit so why are we still following something that's so fucked up like it's such a it's a crazy ass concept to you know it's basically another distraction for you to ever try to like and nobody nobody follows the constitution anymore son <laughs> like we don't live in the 17 fucking 70 right. anymore trust right. me and they'll flip it on you so that they're right right exactly son. marijuana is now becoming legalized but there's so many black people in jail for marijuana crimes or right. crimes quote unquote right but they're legalizing it to the point where eventually it's going to benefit them. We're yeah, going to tax them. I mean, we know that's, definitely that's, that's, next. that's next. That's the whole... But that's the whole y'all niggas got the jail? Uh, well... That's the whole... That's the whole, like... That's the whole fucked fuck, up, man. That's the whole <laughs> fucked up shit about it. It's, it's just like... Up. Yo. Yo. If you... That's why, as black people, we have to find a way to, you know, get our... Get our... You know, our say into that shit. Our politician... Polit- politicians into that shit that's the few that we have that's, we just that, gotta was, get that was another thing i was gonna say too but go nah basically basically we have to get politicians into we have to be politicians right ourselves that's about to say that. For that i'm about to yeah. say that too because a big criticism of like podcasts or like things like conversations like this is like people who don't really want to challenge the status quo would just say well all you're doing is pointing out the problems which you're not really offering no solutions mm-hmm. right so like that's one thing you just said is I've been thinking about it and I've been saying for a while it's like I've been thinking about it for a minute it's like yo okay we know the, the, the situation the system quote unquote the system is fucked up but we know also the system really means is like policies and like actions that can be put into law and effect that can actually have ripple effect down on society right so how do we change policies we have to get more involved in the political process and that's the thing like we can always be like I definitely know I was during the whole election. Like, man, these niggas don't give a fuck about me, so I don't give a fuck about them. But in reality, that's kind of like a backwards way of thinking it. Right. And that's like a cop-out, just so I don't have to do any work. Yeah. The reality is we have to get more involved in the political process. And that's a real thing for people our age. Because I've still talked to old niggas in my job and shit like, 
whenever Trump comes, I'll be like, y'all are the reason why he's in president because you guys didn't go out and vote and all that shit. I'm like, yeah, I didn't give a fuck about either one, but it was like, but regardless, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they got a point to an extent. It's like, we have to get involved in political. We have to become the politicians that we critique all the time. We have to become those people. We have to get involved and we have to show them because politicians, all they care about is either you giving them money to fund their next campaign or you actually being engaged to show that you're going to vote for this person or that person. Yeah, you know you'd be able to sway. You know, you'd be vote. able to sway the vote. So Allied voting block. That's the term, guys. Okay. So all I'm saying is this. We have to get involved in the political process. That's one way. We have to get involved in the political process. We have to change the way we let media and outside forces control our view on the world. That's another thing. Right. And we have to really just be in control of like... FWP. FWP. For real shit. Like real shit though. Like we have to be able to like control. And be able to be conscious and aware of like the way you you control... Basically like your thought patterns and your like your energy. The energy you put out into the world. Do not believe and fall into this negative thinking... And like just keep perpetuating the negative thoughts. You have to be able to be positive and like fight against the shit and then actually let it come back to you and manifest in your life so you can be like gain confidence versus just being some church nigga just saying shit off of faith without an overall action and overall like results. You know what I'm saying? So this is like a few things I feel like people can do to really like combat the system that we're born into. Because every every generation goes through this like dilemma of like saying Shit is fucked up. Yeah, but it's up to the also that it's also up to the generation to realize shit is fucked up, but also like fight it. And I feel like we're like the generation that has the best ability to do that. We have yeah, all the tools so. to our. Exactly. We're the, first of all, we're the generation now. First and foremost, right. there's no generation who can do shit but us right now. Right, and exactly. it's just like we just have to do and it. And we got social media. We, we have all, all these tools to our disposal. To connect. Shout out to the iPhone 8 coming out tomorrow that I'm about to get. But you know what I'm saying? We have all these things. That, we have all these things that are disposable that we have to use outside of just, you know, taking pictures and selfies. Exactly. And you know I mean? pick the president on rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, I wish I I, if Bernie. If, a tournament. Nah. A global I, tournament. I ain't gonna lie. Everybody gets to play. Hey, yo, you kind of look like Bernie. But I ain't gonna lie. I would rock with Bernie, but also at the same time, I feel it's like people, people need to get involved. You rock with Bernie Sanders? Yeah, I was rocking with him. I, I mean, I, I would rather. I Three. But also at the same time, people have to fuck with the local elections too, and like right. care about like the local po- politicians, not just the national. Why don't we just become local politicians? I'm gonna become a politician. I, I, think, I know. I'm gonna become president too. I don't think. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think. Well, wait, you were, bo- I, were you born here? Yeah, yeah he was born here. Oh, okay. but I think it's levels too. Yeah. I think. I don't think you should like. Oh, you should aspire and be like, okay, I'm gonna just be a, a local politician. I think you should first support. Your local politician. Right. I definitely want to. Yeah, and then that's how you like learn or how to shit. get into you know how to finesse the game. You right. can't or, or start a. That's fucking probably why D Ray didn't win. Uh, is but, but I haven't had any the black because right. I've had he was the gay white black politicians <laughs> come to right. my doorstep. I mean, but against I think if you were to like try to who plot against if, 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 if I said he was black and gay. But imagine imagine if you try to do it now though to be the mayor of Baltimore. I ain't gonna happen. No, no. If you try to do it now. If you if you try to do it now and if he didn't do it before, you probably would be able to finesse his way into True. it. Because he's like now he's now. yeah, now he's more popular, but aspiring too too big, too yeah, early, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's a lot you. of downfall of a I lot of people. You. Like you gotta you gotta finesse your way into situations. Huh? Maybe not like, even a politician, but like become a lobbyist or like get my own lobby lobby. Right. Firm. Or just be um just you know, 
like most powers are behind the scenes. That's, why, that's why I mean my lobby. It's right, like yeah, behind the scenes. You shit. don't have to be the one. In you don't have to be the. Time, you you know? don't have to be like the. You can just be the. Um, you know, secretary. Niggas don't want that though. Niggas don't want that. Niggas want to be. We gonna try to stick on the block. We gonna change how I got the most wits. But think about it. I got the most fly shit. Most followers on Instagram, but it don't mean nothing though. But I got the most followers. Yo, but now that's we gotta we gotta change the narrative. That's what we gotta do. We gotta change. That's our job. This is a call to action episode. Man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody. Yeah, that's what we t- we give you things right. to do. All y'all motherfucking fifty thousand followers in DC, eighty thousand, whatever, whatever y'all got, man. Like, come on, listen to the podcast. Wake up, man. We gotta, we gotta do something. True. For real, for real. And then another thing too. I, I, like, another thing too is yeah, like, sure, I want people to understand. Like, I'm not trying to preach. We're not trying to preach because really, all these things I'm saying, I'm really saying it to myself. Cause yeah. I don't do all this shit that I say, so right. It's I need to like New York again. I'm feeling, I'm feeling that vibe. Right, when we created this. You know what I'm saying, monster. So it's just like I'm really talking to myself, and like, like we were saying outside, like I really want you got to be the change you want to see in the world. Like we really got to be an example. We got to set an example first, and I feel like everybody can do that in their own personal life. Like set an example to start pushing things in the direction you want things to go in, and things will start. It was like a snowball effect. It was, it was start to go that way. It's I mean, yeah, life fucks with you. Like, you feel me? Yeah. And life really does yeah, fuck with me. Really I, I've noticed that like, all gotta, these travels and shit, and you just gotta, like, being in these different places, like it's real. Take time yeah, to like meditate ball. a little bit, like just reflect on like, where you're born, you, black where, where you could be. But you can finesse your way out of. You can finesse your way out of anything. Yeah, yeah. Imagine like where you could be compared to like you where know. You are. Yeah, because. There's a lot of people that got it way, way fucked shit. up. Jamel Hill, they tried to blackball her with edge. She went through the mud with the comments. They tried to the president, the White House tried to get her out of there. And she's still there. So that's a that's a, a test to fucking being somebody in media at least and extending on like your beliefs and yeah, yeah, doing that and still being able to push so much through the culture that they can't deny you. Facts. Right. And that's exactly what I'm trying. What I'm trying to do. And that's what I want everybody to be doing, man. Strive yeah. for greatness, man. Strive to be great, work, man. And it's definitely gonna you gonna reap your uh, fruits, man. You plant those seeds, you water. You know and what I mean? Life is gonna bless you with a bounty. Like, don't look at you know the dry spell or the you know when shit ain't really popping as things are over. You don't know what's behind the corner, man. What's around the corner? Like life is crazy like that. So. Yeah, this it. is a wavy stream of consciousness that we almost didn't record, but thank God we did it. Yeah, I'm glad we did record. Shout this. out everybody who's listening. Yeah, man. Everybody who's been fucking. And with everybody us. that's really on that uh, marijuana uh, being legalized shit, because yeah. I feel like people like kind of chilled about it, like nobody's really thinking about it. But I don't think people even believe that it's real. Like I had people <laughs> around me, like we smoking. Like, <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> no, at the weekend Understand. concert, it was, like it was the security guard, like it was little, this little lady. She like, she like, is we legal in Maryland? I mean, in uh, DC, because like they, st- I'm like, we was like, well, I don't think you could bring it inside the venue, but uh, right, like, you could smoke it outside and shit. Like talk people still don't know that. Yeah, shit, man. Like, Wait, so crazy. yeah, talk to congressman. Understand the law around you. And shout out to everybody listening to us. Episode 15, right? Yes, yeah. sir. 15. Um, yeah, man. We're back next week. Yes, you know what I'm saying? we are. Yeah, Coming shout out to and all that good shit. Yo, thank you for listening, man. Continue Peace. To be, continue to be great.